Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Let's Chat. It's your host, Jen. And I had to reintroduce myself because it's been a while. (laughs) I always say that I'm back. I have stories to tell, in which I do. However, life is literally kicking my ass. And it's been kicking my ass for the past three months. (laughs) So if you're interested in learning how my life has been... has been turned upside down and right side up and everything in between stay tuned so where have i been the past i don't know six weeks um i think it's even more than six weeks if i'm gonna be honest um i think my last episode i dropped was what maybe late July, early August. And I was so excited because I had so much content. And the funny thing is, is that I record a lot of stuff. Um, Sometimes in the moment, um, sometimes after spending nights and contemplating. And I don't release that um, content because it's really raw. And (laughs) if I'm going to be honest, um, it might cause some waves, you know what I'm saying? It might cause some ripple effects in the atmosphere. And, um, I got a lot going on on my plate. I'm not ready to shake rooms and, and places and stuff when I don't need to. So some of these raw emotions and raw feelings I keep to myself. And when I listen to them, I'm like, damn, my numbers are going to go up, but <laughs> there's a level of integrity that I like to keep. Um, and not everything needs to be posted. Not everything needs to be shared in the moment. I will always circle back. I will just have to find a, a better way of communicating what I want to say, but I never stop, um, creating content. I just don't post the content that I create, which is the dilemma of life. I do all this stuff and I never post it. And I see people's podcasts, you know, blowing up and I see all these debates and I know I can definitely get into those spaces, but I have real life shit going on. And unfortunately I have to focus on that. Um, and so for the past nine weeks, like life has really been hard. Like I, I never really, really, really pictured what my life would be once I relocated back to the U S and it's been harder than I have ever expected because you have to understand for the majority of my life, it has just been me. I had been taking care of myself, doing things on my own. Um, which is great. And then when I had my daughter, I had help and support in that way. Um, and so I've always in some capacity had support and not saying that I don't have support now, but in terms of what it was before it's, it's night and day and taking care of another human being, establishing, establishing um, you know, her here, um, and then trying to reacclimate back as well and dealing with life. Um, it's hard. Sometimes 
I feel like my brain is frazzled. The things and the passions that I used to do, like working out and going outdoors and hiking, I don't have the time. And sometimes I really don't have the energy. And I see myself regressing um, from a weight point of view, and I, I hate it. Um, and so I've been learning to try to find balance, right? And understand what does that look like? Um, and then I'm in a new space in my life, you know, like I'm happy. I'm in love. Um, I'm trying to grow my family, not in the sense of being pregnant. Uh, please do not womb check me cause that's not happening. <laughs> um, but trying to adapt and grow my family and be parts of blended families. It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> um, new work experiences, new work situations. It's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. And I would say that in August, um, finding out that a friend of mine passed away unexpectedly. And um, I'm not going to get into the details of the house, but it rocked me because um, I didn't think I was going to get emotional. Um, it rocked me because I know what it's like to go through things silently or you feel a certain type of way and um, you feel like you can't share what you're feeling. Or if you feel like you're sharing it, you don't, you're not really being heard or, um, you know, you decide, fuck it. Um, I'm just gonna deal with this on my own. And we all find ways to deal with things that bother us. Some of us use sex. Some of us use drugs. Some of us use shopping. Some of us use eating. I mean, we all have our vices, right? Um, and, um, learning how this person coped with their vices, which ultimately and unfortunately took their life really got me because, um, it just, um, it just wasn't something that I thought would happen. Um, and it sucks because, when I relocated back here and I, I, you know, kind of got myself in a position where I, I was able to, you know, be able to stretch myself out a little bit. This person was on the forefront of my mind. Like I should reach out and say, Hey, I'm here. I'm in town. Like let's connect. And, um, this person weighed heavily on my mind for about two weeks. And I always said, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I get to it. I never got to it until I got that um that call um so this is just to say like check on people check on your loved ones um just see how they're doing because you never know what people are going through and a lot of times people are not going to tell you what they're going through but just knowing like hey someone cares (laughs) you know like somebody cares about me um in that way um 
Whew. I told y'all I have a lot to share. A lot has been going on in my life. Um, so yeah, so dealing with that, um, you know, that was tough. Um, and, um, I decided that, <laughs> you know, um, moving into country and trying to be stable, <sighs> having a job was super important and finding myself in a position and where I no longer had a job because I just did not like where I was. And granted, it was the best pay I've ever had in my life. It just did not pan out. And it wasn't something that I foresaw. Um, and nobody sees these things. But so dealing with that, now I have daycare expenses and all these other expenses. And I am now jobless. So just add that to the to the list. And um, so navigating that space and interviewing and then the love of my life decided to uh, do the damn thing and put a ring on my finger. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I love this person. I had always envisioned, you know, us going down this way. And in the midst of everything that was going on, my man asked for my hand in marriage. And, um, of course, I said yes. I mean, Hello. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then, um, life decided, oh, you're getting a little bit happy. All right. Let me go and disrupt. Let me go and shake up what's going on here. Um, and we had a test in our relationship and it wasn't something that was a surprise. But it was more so like, wow, Jennifer, I can't believe you are really honest in this moment, which is something that I vowed to myself to be in um, my relationships, to be more honest. And the cost of my honesty, um, yeah, almost, almost caused a problem, but... But we worked through it um, and was more grateful that it happened because it allowed for uncomfortable conversations to happen. Um, it allowed for boundaries to be set and to be clear. And I'm going to go into that a little bit later, not in this episode, um, because I think it's very important for couples to know that telling the truth doesn't have to be a deal breaker in your relationship and that things can happen in your relationships and it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to come to a halt. Now, if you have a non-negotiable and you are now negotiating on that non-negotiable, then it's no longer non-negotiable and you're going to have to deal with that internally in terms of, you know, what you can deal and accommodate with. That wasn't our situation, but we will talk about people who try to cross boundaries and be disrespectful when you know somebody got a situation going on. But we're going to have a different conversation about that later. But that was something that um, came up. Um, and um, 
you know, we're just going to have a lot of, can, we, can I just be honest? There's so many conversations I want to have with people. Um, and I told y'all I'm going to be raw and honest and I am not shying away from that. And so I'm going to spill the tea, my tea, other people's tea. No, no, not other people's tea, but my tea and topics and themes that have come up in conversation that I think is very imperative and important in relationships. Cause let's be honest, we all go through shit. We don't post it on social media, but we all go through shits behind the scene. And I'll be the first one to tell you, baby, uh, relationships are real. People are messy. People can be fucked up and other individuals may not want to see you happy and prosper. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. Cause we're going to navigate all of it. Okay. So we had dealt with that situation. Somebody, a third party wanting to be my party and be in, take my spot. That was never going to happen. Um, it was never going to happen. Um, but just having those uncomfortable conversations of saying, Hey, I see this happening. Um, but yeah, anyways, we're going to get to that later. Um, and so that happened. And then I got into a really bad car crash. Um, and then the case of the ex came up in a really weird way. So another topic, just pin a story, how exes can try to come back and create problems because they ain't got shit going on with their situation or they're unhappy or whatever the situation is. Um, so I had that going on and it was really weird and really creepy. Um, and then I got a job. So let's round of applause to that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and life seems to kind of, um, Kind of seems to be normalizing now. But if you can just factor all of that taking place and maybe every week and a half or two weeks there there's a break and then something else happens. Yeah, your girl was going through it. Um, and I realized to myself that I just needed to, to step away and to really think and and get my mind together. And now that I've gotten my mind together, my focus now is to get my health and my well-being together. Um, because that's what intricately makes me. Um, I love being outdoors. I love being healthy. I love working out. I love being the best me possible. And now that I've kind of dealt with these things and have come up with a plan. I feel like I can now step back in into my podcast. And this is where you guys come in because I've learned a lot of things along the way. And I would be a horrible person to not share any of these jewels. I mean, listen, people go through shit so that you can tell other people. So they don't have to go through the same shit that you've gone through, right? I mean, that's the purpose of life is to teach us so that we can grow. And I feel like <laughs> at this moment, I want to be a teacher. And so this episode is going to be about coming into your own. And understanding who you are. And 
I struggled with that initially because coming from a Nigerian household, um, I couldn't be me. It was frowned upon to be loud and outgoing and boisterous, which was what I was, um, was looked at negatively, um, layered on the fact that I came from a single parent home, no fault of my own. Um, being loud and outgoing was casted as being, um, salacious and being provocative and everything that you weren't, you were supposed to be quiet and shy and sit in the corner. And funnily enough, everyone that knows me now is like, you're so soft-spoken, which I am. I am very soft-spoken because I was told as a young child, being loud is not a good look. Um, And then I hated to compete in loud spaces with my voice. So I didn't, which turned me into being soft-spoken. I'm very direct, however. I will tell you how I feel, but just softly, (laughs) Um, unless I'm provoked. Um, But yeah, and so I carried that with me for a very long time. And... um, you know, I I got into friendships and relationships and started off being my authentic self and then started chipping away and going more into myself when I got negative reception from being myself or... I was being mistreated or I felt like I was being disrespected. Um, In which internally, from a relationship point of view, I decided what was the point of showing up as myself. I mean, I can show up as a part of myself, but I never fully gave all myself um, because it was a defense mechanism. I've been burnt in the past by being myself So I needed to really be comfortable with somebody to fully express who I am, what makes me, my quirks, my jokes, my awkwardness, my banter, my humor, everything about me. And um, I realized that I'm not for everybody. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay because those who actually really know me and have gotten to know me know I am a one of a kind person um and I'm a genuine friend a great partner um and I care about people he was sometimes tell fault and in this stage of my life I wanted to be, and I'm still thriving to be the best person that I can possibly be, not only for myself, but for my daughter and for my future husband um, and all my friends and family and extended family. I want to be the best version of myself. And so 
I took the time to really think about how am I showing up in these spaces? Am I requiring more from people that I don't even give? Am I, you know, doing all the things that I claim that I want? Is these things valid? Do I really want these things? Where is this coming from? And I realized that mm, I can do better. I can be better. And I think we all can. It's really hard for us, and maybe not for you, but it's really hard for people to be honest with areas that they need to change and grow in. Because nobody wants to hear, you're not good. You're not doing this up to my standard. Because who the fuck gave you your standard? You know, we can get really defensive. Like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Why are you saying I'm not up to scratch? And in those moments, I really try to listen. Because I always think, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's how you frame it. And it's very true because sometimes we miss the message because of how it's said. I'm always going to be an advocate for that. But at the end of the day, the message is still there for you to, to contemplate and ruminate over, right? And so I've heard some things that I'm like, whoa, what the hell? And some of it is valid. Some of it, I don't know, buddy. I don't think this applies to me. But the fact that you feel this way is a valid reason for me to even consider what you're saying. Because sometimes we don't even do that. We're so caught up in this is me. Take it or leave it. Absolutely not. That is a horrible mindset to have. We are constantly growing and evolving. That is the point of celebrating birthdays. Yes, we have another year on this earth. We are so grateful for life. But we weren't the same person that we were a year ago, hopefully, and the same person two years ago. There has to be some change and some growth. And I realized to be the best person I want to be, I have to constantly evolve and change. And that's work. And that's hard. But it has to happen. We have to be willing To say, hey, I surrender. I surrender to my ego. I surrender to my pride. I want to be the best person I can truly be. I want to show up in these spaces in the best way possible. Now, to be doing it consistently every day, now that takes time and dedication and patience. And that's what I said to myself, rounding out with two months left into the year. I am going to try to be the best version of myself. The self-sabotage ways, the self-inflicting ways that I cause pain to myself or anxiety or even just thinking that I'm not good enough in some capacity. I'm letting that go. I truly want to be the best 
version of myself, especially moving into 2023. And so my message for everyone this time is take care of yourself. Love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be gracious. Be honest. Keep yourself accountable. And more importantly, let people in. And for those of you who have a significant other in your life or have a friend, a buddy, a situation, an entanglement, whatever you want to call your situation, respect your partner and vice versa. They have to respect you. See, people don't understand that differences are going to be had. There might be some opposition. There might be some fussing and fighting. But at the end of the day, if you truly say you love somebody, and you truly say you want to be with somebody, you have to understand that you are dealing with a completely different human being who has a completely different life experience than you. Nine times out of ten. And even if you have the same life experiences, you two are completely different in thought and personality and thinking or whatever areas of life. And so for that, I'm here advocating for self-love, self-growth, and for loving, prosperous relationships, whether that is in a romantic way or not because we all need each other in one way or another our relationships are not more important than our friendships our families are not more important than our friends everybody has value everybody that is in your life has value take out the time to find out what that value is. So on that note, guys, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that you have taken something from it and I just haven't been ranting and babbling away. But I wanted to be honest and open and say, hey, my life is not perfect. I go through shit. Um, but I'm here. I'm definitely here. Um. The episodes that I told you about, they are coming because I have dealt with a crazy ex and I have dealt with people who haven't moved on and I have dealt with people who aren't 100% happy that I'm happy and I've dealt and have heard all types of shit from all my friends and family and stuff strangers about their life situations in dating a relationship that I'm definitely going to speak on. Trust and believe I got stories for days. Okay. So stay tuned for that. That will be next week's. I won't tell you what the topic is because I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to put this thing together, but it's coming. But for now, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next week.